Hello and welcome to the Global AI Podcast, emanating from the second Global AI Summit in the in Riyadh, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Today's on today's episode, we have Jennifer Laplante, the Executive Director of Deep Sense. Thank you for being with us on this episode. Thank you for having me. All right, Jennifer. Um, how about we dive into the questions and get your input on how Saudi can utilize. AI to achieve its national economic strategy? I think AI is an incredible tool that can be used. When I look at the growth that Saudi's experiencing, especially in something like tourism, for example, there's an incredible amount of opportunity to integrate technology and collect data that can make Saudi really attractive to consumers. So you might be able to better understand tourists and what their expectations are and make it a really unique experience when they come here because you're using data and making predictions around how they want to be treated in events and things you can do with them. And, you know, you really have an opportunity to collect new data and build an infrastructure that didn't exist before. And AI can make some really tailored experiences for people to make it unique for them. Okay, uh, that's that's very interesting. And can you give us an example of just how like uh, artificial intelligence can enhance uh, the Tour, uh, the tourist experience journey, for example. Absolutely. I think, you know, the more data you collect, the more you can understand around behavior. So imagine you have a bit of data collected about some consumers and some tourists and they come. And now that you know how they've engaged, interacted, where they've gone, what kind of foods they like to eat, what time they want to go to bed, how they need to be treated because they're still jet lagged. There is opportunity to know how to predict how to better treat um, your tourists later on. So in the future, you might know, okay, this person just arrived and they're coming from somewhere in Europe and they're probably going to be really tired. So let's meet them and let's provide them extra pillows and remind them there's lots of opportunity to sleep and you have a chance to serve them later by taking them somewhere exciting to see a museum. Um, so it's just really understanding how consumers are going to behave when they're here and how to kind of anticipate their needs before they're expressed. All right. That's uh, a, a nice outlook to, to look at. I mean, uh, c collecting data, it can, you know, be, be tricky also to identify certain solutions. Um, and certain sectors are more prevalent, um, you know, depending on the gender. So, for example, the tourism sector is more prevalent uh, with uh, females. How can AI address the gender gaps in countries where, uh, for example, females are more prevalent than men? in these sectors absolutely so i mean we you know we've we've touched on education and tourism where there tends to be more women in these sectors there might be ways that ai can make jobs a little easier for some folks so maybe there's certain tasks that are very labor intensive unpleasant and hard to find workers to do okay. and maybe we can have ai that can go and complete some of these tasks that may be more manual as it relates to some kind of technology I think, you know, we, we touched on this one earlier, I think sometimes too, we really have to think about some of the challenges with that data. So AI is often created by technology people who might be more heavily dominated to be men. And I think it's making sure that whatever AI we create really understands how the AI is gonna be used. So maybe it could really help someone in their role in tourism, for example, and they're a woman, but maybe it actually will make it worse for them as well. So it's really understanding how the AI is created mm -hmm. and how it's benefiting the end user. Okay, and uh, what, what are examples of how it can be utilized to, uh, I guess, be implemented for the betterment of the sector? Well, things like maybe job scheduling, Maybe there's certain roles that people have to work in certain hours of the day. And maybe there's ways to predict and understand schedules for when you might have, um, we'll go back to the tourism sector. So maybe we want to know when 
to have more people on staff, uh, what time people need to work, and maybe there's ways to use AI to automate some of these scheduling processes for resources. Okay. And so it's making taking the work out of the hands of one person that could be very manual and automating a process that could better understand all the activities within a resort or a hotel and then schedule folks and optimize the resources available as well as better support the workers and know what times best work for them to be working as well. Okay. And in your line of work, um, you, you, you aim to promote economic growth through the use yes. of AI. Um, what what is the future impact for economies that are adopting more policies that are um, relevant towards AI ethics use? It's a great question because I think, you know, the ethics around AI is really tricky. We don't know necessarily what data was used to train to create models that are then used for prediction. And my area of focus is oceans and it's ocean AI. Okay. And so when we look at things like um, tourism alone, but then we get into energy production and use, it's really important for us to know how someone created it, created the AI they're using and then what rules were made around how it was created and who's going to deploy it and how they're gonna use it. And so as more policies are developed, where countries go and adopt those policies and can more easily demonstrate the transparencies around the artificial intelligence they've created, it will allow for more people to accept the AI and trust it. And I think there's okay. some real value and you want to have, you know, people ask questions and kind of understand, is that AI fair to me? Mm -hmm. And by adopting policies that show you're creating ethical AI in the first place, hopefully people won't be asking as many questions or they won't, they'll have more of a trust at least in what's being produced. Okay, and um, one of the pillars for the Global AI Summit is called AI Never, uh, things that, you know, artificial intelligence will, you know, will never be a part of. Um, how do you feel that um, these, uh, that works with AI, the use of AI ethics? And Yeah, so it's tricky because I think, there's some parts around, you know, um, some medical, maybe there's some reasons why you might not want to necessarily have AI in some medicine, or maybe there's um, some parts around um, just roles that you just don't simply want to automate. And I, I think the ethical piece is really asking the questions of should you be using certain AI? I mean, when you get into complex machine learning and neural nets, you can't explain it. They're not explainable. And so if you can't explain something, maybe you shouldn't be using AI in that situation. And okay. so I think really it just is trying to do a case by case, use case example and review, does it make sense for us to be using AI here? And maybe we should never use it. All right. And where do you see um, basically uh, the, the future going with, with the use of AI ethics moving forward? Well, I, I think it's a global challenge and we all have to be somewhat aligned in the standards and the approach that we have and trying to be transparent about how this is being developed. There's a lot of different groups around the world who are working towards it. And I think, you know, things like having a summit here and having ethics as a topic of discussion is critical because the more that we talk about it and expose challenges, we're all starting to get onto the same kind of path and get aligned in our beliefs that we need to take steps to make sure that we're very ethical in how we're using this. All right. And um, um, what are your um, thoughts about basically the Global AI Summit and Saudi's efforts in uh, working in the artificial intelligence field uh, and holding global events such as the AI Summit? Well, I think there's a couple things. One is there's a reminder that regardless of where you are in the world, what sector you are in the world, all of the challenges with understanding and adopting AI are consistent. There's still challenges with understanding data, finding the right use cases, finding the experts and the resources. Okay. And it's 
really we're going to see this exponential growth in AI, but we don't necessarily have that many resources available. So it's trying to find the ways to have people see this as a career path and try to walk down the path of this is you know something I want to do with my with my life. Um, and then I, I also think too, it's great to see such a great mix of industry, um, academia, um, and global representation here. It's okay. a reminder that we're all coming together and sharing ideas. And I've had some incredible conversations with potential collaborators already, and it's only been a day and a half. All right. And, uh, you know, the, the summit's quite, sort of like a think tank because it's, you know, it's bringing together um, decision makers, innovators, entrepreneurs all together in, in, in one place. And as you said, there's discussions going around about, um, you know, how the industry is going to move forward. Um, what kind of what key takeaways do you want to, you know, basically go home with after attending the summit? Um, I think, well, no matter what, I definitely really enjoy meeting people. So a takeaway is, is you know, connections with others and potential collaborations. Um, and, a, and a key takeaway for me is a leave behind. Um, you know, I gave a talk on ocean AI and why AI is so critically important. And afterwards had a really good discussion with someone, with a, a Saudi who was talking about how um, ocean identifying um, oil spills in the ocean and okay. how we can use AI to stop and identify and prevent. And I think part of this is that dialogue of making sure that there's a, there's a takeaway that others are learning and we get a chance to kind of work together to try to understand how transferable we can take solutions we've had in other areas that make sense somewhere else. And I think the big takeaway is making sure we all work together to try to find solutions to problems that we have regardless of where we are in the world. Okay. And uh, a final question um, regarding the uh, privacy of, of obtaining data. Um, um, do you, how do you see the um, basically economies becoming more confident in uh, basically utilizing the use of artificial intelligence if uh, there is transparency or lack of it regarding the uh, the, obta the obtainment of data and privacy and artificial intelligence? It's a tricky one, I yeah. think. Um, you know, it was funny. I There was a session just, uh, just before I came in here talking along the lines of some of the challenges that some locations have had where there isn't transparency of data or data is being collected in a way that isn't always clear and who's using it and how they're using it. It's going to continue to be a challenge, but I do think that consumers and residents are starting to understand that maybe sharing some of their information isn't something they were expected was gonna happen. And then there's questions around what's gonna be done with that data. And I think that's where the AI ethics comes into play. Okay. It's, was the data, you know, was it collected consensually? Do people know it's being used for this purpose? And I might go to a doctor and give them information, but if they take that data and it's sold off to a company that's gonna produce some kind of medical supply, maybe this is okay because maybe they're going to make something that's a really great solution that can solve a bunch of problems and illnesses in the world. Mm -hmm. But if they can link it back to me individually, maybe that's also not good. Right. So I think it's just an ongoing discussion and, and people asking questions around what happens with their data and who's using it, how they're using it, and what's going to come of it when it gets collected and stored somewhere. Okay. All right. Um, Thank you very much for being with us. We hope you enjoy the rest of your visit here at the Global AI Summit. And uh, we'd like to uh, wish you a good day. Thank you. All right. And uh, that's all that we have for this episode for the Global AI Podcast. Tune in to our next episode. Goodbye.